You know my issues already. They're exposing their whole life to everybody. But that's my thing. It's like you signed up for it. Oh, 100%. Do you ever wake up so hungover that you can't look at your phone with both eyes at the same time? I did ghost my therapist for like two weeks. And then I realized I can't do that. <laughs> we just visualize ourselves in New York City doing this. I'm done thinking like, oh, I said too much. No one cares about you at the end of the day. Yeah, a lot of people have the same narrative, like to be honest. It's just being more vulnerable. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> now we just have to, like, there's no it's, choice. It's too it's like, far, I know. Yeah. I'm Emma. I'm Hannah. And this is Sincerely Uninterested. Hello, welcome back to Sincerely Uninterested. This is Emma. Um, it is Wednesday, April 5th. Me recording this. Hannah and I just recorded our little snippet together that will be in this episode so um keep listening to hear that we talk about historical events that we thought were either funny or just interesting or surprising we just like picked like random stuff that we thought um would be interesting to share so stay tuned for that and we also just talk about our lives and other stuff um so the Barbie movie is coming out and I'm so excited for it. I know I just posted a thing on Instagram. Um, I was like scrolling on Twitter and seeing like so many funny ones and I just think it's funny, the Barbie generator. (laughs) So go on to the website. I posted the link in our stories um, and let us know what Barbie you are. You can send it in if you want. And you can you can also edit it and make your own like you can like there's a generator but you can also change it if you don't like the Barbie that you get and there's a Ken there's a choice to do Ken too um, but yeah I just thought it was honestly such good marketing and promo for this movie and the cast is amazing I it feels like I'm like sponsored by Barbie <laughs> as I'm talking right now no I wish that'd be sick. Um, but I'm so excited for that movie. Like, uh, like I will be there on opening day. <laughs> Who wants to come with me? Either going to have a watch party or if someone wants to take me to see the movie. Yeah. I'm so excited. And me and my roommates were actually talking about... We went to Cindy's Drive-In, which uh, my roommate Ainsley found. And it is so freaking cute. It... Like, they have a bazillion ice cream soft serve flavors and hard ice cream they have (laughs) i guess the best long dogs in massachusetts um yeah it was just such a cute place and they had like merch and stuff and like little lawn chairs with like cornhole and like little things for kids to play in yeah it says they have home of the famous long dog best in massachusetts yeah it was actually really good and they had um the an impossible burger if you don't eat meat and they had gluten-free bread they had gluten-free ice cream cones and they had like non-dairy soft serve sugar-free they had so many options it was crazy so it's called cindy's drive-in and it's in i believe granby which is like only like a few towns over a town over from Amherst so if you're in Amherst and go to UMass go check it out <laughs> it was so cute 
Um, but yeah, we just went last night. It was awesome and such a turn of events. I like got out of class at 6.30. I had like my longest days are Tuesdays and my roommates just like, we always love doing like spontaneous, like random things. It just like makes life more fun. Um, but we're always like exploring Western, like Western Mass has so many like things that you wouldn't expect. Like you kind of have to go digging for them, but like so many little gems which honestly means makes me like a little more like grateful that I went to college out here because like I thought coming out here I was like oh great like I mean I I did want to go here but I was just like oh it's just like farm town like there's nothing like there's just like farms and like Northampton and Amherst like thinking that those are like the only things around here but and I also have been babysitting in Belchertown and it just like have broadened my perspective of Western Mass because initially I was like I could never live out here but maybe I could I don't know probably won't though I'm a city girl at heart I want to move to New York City um we'll see how that goes though um but it's crazy it's April um (laughs) April Fools we me and my roommates actually pranked our guy friends um so their house in their house one of the bedrooms is in it's like in a basement almost and all the rest of the rooms are on like the main floor and we switched the dining room table with (laughs) our friend's bed and set up the dining room table in his room and like moved it like moved things around like moved his Keurig like brought mugs down there like literally made it like a dining room um we like saran wrapped one of our like the other boys bed um just like moved stuff around the house and like switched things around it was really funny but um it like kind of reminded me we pranked them like freshman year too and just kind of forgot about it because like I don't know it honestly made me like doing pranks is like let's bring back doing pranks it's they're so fun but then I like get so anxious because I'm like oh my god what are they gonna do in return (laughs) like in the moment you just get like that high of like oh my god you got away with this like their door was literally open a crack when we went like we kind of figured out that one of them was going to visit their brother um and one of them was like going to visit his girlfriend so we were like, oh, two people out of the house. And then um, one of them had a formal or something that night. So we just kind of were like, all right, we're going to suss out the scene and just show up. And me and my roommate Ainsley, we like walked in the house. And well, we walked to the door. It's a crack open, completely open. I'm like, wow, you guys really care about your safety, don't you? Um, and we go in and we were just like yelling we're like hi like what's up like try to like gauge if anyone's there thank god no one wasn't which is so funny like they literally set it up for us to be able to come in and then we text everyone else like our other friends to come in and then we just we did it pretty quickly too it only took like a half hour for like the amount of stuff we did but they were pissed (laughs) they like didn't they gave us the silent treatment for a little bit um or just like didn't like acknowledge that it happened but it's just funny it was fun um I don't know what they're gonna do to us hopefully nothing but um it's been so warm out lately too I'm so excited for that I like I used to I was so like super mad initially so UMass Amherst 
like put our graduation back like a week or two or something like it used to be like mid-may and now it's at the end of may and initially i was like really pissed about that because then we had like a long winter break and it was just like oh like i just wanted to go back to school and like i don't know i was not vibing with it initially and then now like next week it's gonna be 80 degrees two of the days and it's like one of my friend's birthday like i'm just so excited to like be outside and like drink and just like I don't even know like I'm just so excited for all the like spring festivities like well as as it's getting warmer and like super nice out um it honestly makes me feel like I need to move somewhere warm after I graduate because of how tough the last couple months have been but I'm like the past week or two I've been feeling great like mentally and I think it's just like the sun literally coming out I saw a tiktok of this girl that was like why is it that we spend like I mean not, obviously not everybody but people who like struggle with mental health for the most part like you spend your days like trying to do all these little things that are gonna like benefit your like add to your routine daily routines and like trying to like um just like support your mental health like it's just like such a grind through especially the winter and then the minute the sun comes out for well not for everyone obviously but people who have like seasonal depression and stuff the minute the sun comes out it feels like everything is solved like it's like oh like that's literally all I needed was the sun to come out and I feel like I feel like how I wanted to feel when I was like depressed or something yeah but that's how I feel literally I'm like wow so like was I tripping like is there nothing wrong with me and it was just the fact that I didn't um get sunlight but yeah, I'm so su- I'm so excited. Um, Spring Fest too, like all these little things. Oh, I'm still a little scared for graduation, but I think I decided to take this summer off and do like off of like looking for a legit job and um, like a, a career based job and do like waitressing or something, something low key and like. Uh, social like I don't know especially while I'm living at my parents house I'm going to be living at home for the summer at least and maybe a little longer I don't know I don't I love living alone and like being independent so this is gonna be hard (laughs) to go back home but honestly um I'm it won't be that bad I hope (laughs) it'll have my dog and everything will be okay um so that's what my plans are as of now maybe travel a little bit because I kind of want to travel around to see where I want to live because I want to just make some sort of drastic change like I I live off of like like random like drastic change need that dopamine (laughs) like I like I don't know it's probably not healthy (laughs) or sustainable but I don't know I need to move somewhere shake up my life start fresh do something new like trying to figure out what I really want because I feel like I don't really even know myself that well and um college I feel like I thought I would figured myself out through college because I feel like that's what it's for like figuring out what you want to do when you're older but to me it had the opposite effect where I felt like I was still kind of like 
doing what people wanted me to do and kind of doing what I thought was like right rather than like doing what I want to do and pursuing things that I want I don't know so that's what probably will be my goals after college especially like I'm privileged and grateful enough to like be able to live at my parents house and still be on their health insurance until I'm 26 like I might as well take um what I can get and like I don't know I don't want to like grind through my like all of my 20s like I want to be able to like live life and have fun while I'm at my peak because I also have a ton of health issues and you never know how long life can be so that's what how I'm gonna live by I guess (laughs) we'll see (laughs) okay well I need to stop talking because I could talk forever um so let's just jump into Hannah and I's little chat (laughs) hi everyone what's up Hi. 60, 61 degrees in Paris right now. And my spring fever has come out. And I'm like a has little it been... rat from the sewage of Paris. No, it hasn't been warm, but today it's warm. I get like the craziest spring fever. Like I would live in a place like New England for the rest of my life. I won't, but like just for that feeling, the two weeks of spring fever. Like I'll be cold for five months just because it's like the biggest high of my life so oh for sure that's how I'm feeling right now literally like it's been so nice out recently and like we've been me and my roommates have just been doing like spontaneous like random things and it's just been like I know so I've fun. seen that it looks like so like you guys are just like out at stackers like in the day like yeah that? oh yeah well they did a bar bar crawl for like cancer oh that's sweet yeah sweet I have it, since it's gotten warmer, this is the first time I've missed Amherst because I've been like seeing all everyone's not dartying, but just sitting out on the lawn. Oh, so nice. Do you know when you're going to be back? Yeah, I'm coming back May 5th. I'm going to go to Croatia. You for- go to Mayo? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to get drunk on the plane? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I went into a... Um, I, I was at the mall like the other day and I walked into I think it was like a Zara or something and I was like transported mentally to the Natick mall in my brain everything just like the layout it was like all the same and for the first time I felt I was like oh my god I feel like I'm back in the US and I had got like depressed for a second <laughs> because I was like obviously I'm just living in fantasy world right now yeah. but I haven't thought about I was like it's going to be so good for like three weeks because I'm going to come back and it's going to be like seeing all, all these people for the first time. I haven't seen my mom in like four months. And then like seeing you, seeing all my friends. And then like, it's going to be, oh, wait, I don't live in a city anymore. Ah, oh, whatever. But you don't live in like fucking Paris, the city of love and dreams. Like, you know, so. Guys, Are you homesick at all or no? No, I think. I was homesick until my family came and then now I'm like every single day I've been just like waking up being like oh my god I need to do the most today like I've had so much schoolwork. finally today I finished it but I've had so much work and I've just been like I'll go to a park to do it and it's like not even practical because I can't see my computer and I'm just like looking (laughs) but 
I'm like counting down the days I don't want to leave because I have a but, month left, but I'm traveling a bunch. So like Paris, I'm out of. I yeah. like why, a- why is that reminding me of when we were like in high school taking AP classes and we were like studying in the Boston like garden or whatever? <laughs> you remember that? But I do remember that. We brought our like fucking like, laptops or Chromebooks, whatever we had you at that time. You actually get anything done when you think you can go to a park to do real work. Yeah. Like, that will never happen. I was sitting in the Luxembourg Gardens in Paris the other day, and there was this um, group behind me of, like, British people, and they were just talking. They were like, yeah, like, I just, I love a short king. Like, and they were just like, and she was like, I can't be with tall men. Like, I can't. And they turned to, like, this guy. They were like, you're not, like, that tall. It was so funny, but. That's so interesting. Yeah. Um, so today. Yeah, like, <laughs> It well, it was just funny. Like I just get lost in listening to people around me. Yeah. Um, today Emma and I are keeping on par with the silly mood, and gonna talk about just like random stories and facts. Yeah. Either heard about or never heard well, about. <clears throat> this idea came about when my roommate, one of my roommates, like. They were like, did you know, like, this random event occurred? It's, b- like, the Balloon Fest of 96. No. Which is, um, it happened in Cleveland, and it was, like, they basically, like, the whole city, I don't know who fucking approved this, first of all, because it ended up being, like, not, it did not end well. Um, they put up um, 1.5 million balloons and let them all go at the same time. Trying to like, like beat Disney's Wait, world. What year was it? It was ninety nine or eighty six. Okay, I'm looking up the <laughs> Yeah, so it was crazy, and all the balloons. Like there was a storm coming, and all the balloons. Like after they released it, first of all, it looked like it looked like a kind of like a bomb. Like it was like a mushroom cloud of like balloons. <laughs> So it was kind of daunting already, but, um, like, a bunch of balloons, like, went into Lake Erie and, like, into Canada. It was just, like, an environmental crisis, basically. And these um, two men that were, like, in a boat missing in Lake Erie or something, or one of the, like, big lakes, um, got like lost and like the coast guards were searching for them but because of the, all the balloons they couldn't find them and their bodies ended up like washing up on shore it was like crazy can you imagine that happening in boston like now no there would be riots of like this is a climate hazard i mean it is yeah. it's so crazy oh my god i'm looking up the photos this looks yeah. like one of those edited like april fool's jokes it does cleveland is weird like the they them dying their the lake green for St. Patrick's Day, like all those things. So this is what Cleveland looks like. Yeah. Thought. <laughs> I've been once. <laughs> that is wild. It's like kind of like uh Well, it looks like London from these photos. Like not yeah. really. Just, oh um, no. <laughs> looks like Ohio. Yeah, looks like Cleveland. Um wow. So that sparked my, like, when they told me about that, I was like, I don't know where they fucking heard that, because it's the most random thing I've ever heard. And they're like, do you know about the balloon crisis of 86? I was like, no. <laughs> like, why I'm going to I- touch on that one, sorry. 
So it just made me think about like the things that we just like don't know about. Yeah. So I've been thinking about that so much. I mean, this is a completely kind of other direction with it, but the stuff that I have learned from going to like an internet or not an international school, but being an international student and like from these certain professors, I'm like, holy shit. There is so much that I don't know, obviously, but like so much crazy. Mm -hmm. But we're focusing on the funnier ones. So do you want to go first or do you want me to? Uh, Do you want to go? I already kind of explained one of them. (laughs) Okay, so the first one I found was, it's from grunge.com, but I verified it on like the New York Times and shit. (laughs) But this was just the most concise way that they put it. So treadmills used to be literal torture devices. And so the article says, It'd be easy to make a joke about how exercise on a treadmill is simply excruciating. Know that if you were to find yourself in front of a group of 19th century convicts, that quip would fall very, very flat. That's because in the early days of the 19th century prison reform, treadmills were used as instruments of torture. Engineer Sir William Cubitt first debuted the tread wheel for prisoners in 1818. So basically they would go on this like contraption which was the which were the first treadmills and the kinetic energy that was generated by them would run like water pumps and grain mills and stuff and like they were still they were given like terrible diets and like had like work days and stuff so some of them would just fall and get like really hurt (laughs) treadmills because they just used people for like kinetic energy and honestly only masochists still use treadmills including myself about four hours ago so i think that it's it's a fair origin for yeah i'm like is that symbolic about yeah i think it literally is like i'm like this does not surprise me at all but i actually knew that they were used in prisons but i didn't i didn't think that i didn't know that they used it to like run things which honestly is so funny that they like go the lengths the way that like governments or whatever go the, go the lengths to like um not use like a better solution like you well, can that's use- the thing too there's there's no way that the people are actually running right. things i mean i don't i'm not an engineer but like yeah. if the shed, like yeah i'm like is that really productive like yeah. it's not efficient. like i think of all the things that we could do for like cleaner energy or whatever like using ocean waves like the motion of ocean waves. yeah yeah yeah. and we use sun, like I guess we use sun but like there's so many like different things and they choose different paths choose like, people on tra- like making prisoners run on a treadmill they just want to punish them I swear it's so yeah. crazy I have like some classmates from Norway and stuff and they use like food compost to run all their buses things that the the like northern european countries are crazy that's so cool well that's how i felt when we went to amsterdam i was like everything is so efficient like what the hell and just like it's not a question of like for us recycling is literally like a political issue yeah and like like, half the stuff we recycle doesn't mean like go anywhere (laughs) i remember when i found out when you and i um would visit your friends at like the boulders apartments and like when one time we were leaving this was like a few years ago and we went to take out the trash and the recycling we were like oh which one's which and they're like oh it doesn't matter they all go into the same bin anyway and I'm like and then we looked and they're all just in the same bin and Amherst just doesn't recycle any of it which is crazy because I feel like they're kind of strict yeah but they're like fake strict they just want to be yeah. like 
Yeah, because our landlord makes us separate everything, like glass. Oh, really? Oh, that's good. Like plastic, paper, like stuff like, like separate the recycling, which yeah. maybe that's just him. <laughs> I don't know. But that's an interesting, okay, well, back to treadmills. <laughs> like, that was cool. <laughs> I saw, okay, I found, this is more of like a fact, but I thought it was funny. Um, that, like the finding, I was like looking up just like weird facts and avocado came from an Aztec word. It's like derived from an Aztec word that means testicle tree <laughs> because they grow in pairs and they like look like testicles. I can just imagine the first person, the first like Mayan walking up and being like, oh my God, it's a balls tree. Yeah, I know, literally. I'm like, aren't people just like the same? I think like we look back in history and we like always think that these people were like, not fucking around like we are and yeah. then like no they're just the same as like kevin the james aztecs were kevin literally been an aztec oh i said like, mine i'm sorry that's wild <laughs> or it's just the that idea is wild the fact if you think about that like people like george washington still laughed at like butt jokes i know that's wild. I also saw something that like Abraham Lincoln was a wrestler. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Definitely needs to be fact checked because I like wasn't gonna say it today. But like I remember when I was looking for stuff, I was like, Can you picture in your head right now Abraham Lincoln wrestling <laughs> no, in a wrestling outfit? We should make edits and put it out. Yeah. This is random, but I'm just thinking of spreading, like, false information. The other night when we went to the bar, we were in Belgium, and my friend just decided to start spreading fake rumors about everyone at the bar that night. And, like, he didn't tell people what their rumor was. But he, like, briefly said it, but didn't tell us all till the next day. So he said that, like, one of my friends was on mushrooms the whole night. And then, like, that two other people were, like, going back and forth, hooking up in the bathroom whenever they would go downstairs and get drinks. <laughs> It was so good. People stir the pot. Yeah, like it, was, it was great. <laughs> no, like, um, there was like one lie that my older sister and their friends like came up with, like randomly. Like it was like a party, like joke type thing, and it was like that Demi Lovato <laughs> committed manslaughter. <laughs> you told me that when we were kids. Exactly. And did you believe it? Because, <laughs> like, if you come up with the most, like, obscure, like, like, specific, like, a niche lie, like, yeah. nobody's gonna, like, question you. <laughs> Especially if you talk about it, like, oh my god, like, no, she literally, like, got away with it. And, like, there's this, like, group that, like, <laughs> is, like, against her. Like, you could come up with, like, anything. I am that person that goes around and even, okay, I'll say before it was a TikTok trend, I used to go around and be like, oh my God, did you see Adele died? Like to random members of my family. Or like, I would tell my dad that George Clooney died and stuff. It's so funny to just like lie. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. I think that's one of the like, most fun things to do, like when you're <laughs> drunk, especially yeah. when you meet strangers, like just lying about yourself, being like, yeah. oh yeah. My aunt's like Meryl Streep, and then like you like really have to like. But the thing is, with these lies, you have to kind of know a lot about the person. Yeah. So you can, like time, this was I remember the most obscure one, and it was like for no reason. I was at your dining room table, and you and Sabrina convinced me that your dad worked with Anna Kendrick's dad. 
<laughs> what? That was like maybe it wasn't you, but it was your sister. Like I don't remember that. He does. He does. And I don't even know why I was amazed. Like I was like, like that shouldn't be that cool. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, like, cool. Yeah, it was just funny though. All right, I have another one. So, do you know the origin of the term "drink the Kool Aid"? Have you heard this one? I have, but I forget. Okay, so. I'll just say it, like very briefly. So there was this. You can explain for other people too. No, I know I will, but it's like a long. I I was trying to find a really short article on it, and basically there was this guy named Jim Jones, and he started a cult in like the '60s, um, and it was a church in like the California area, I think San Francisco. And then during the '70s, he had like thousands of followers in churches in like LA and stuff, and he started to be like get pressure by the media and politicians in the area because they were like, what are you doing? Why are you starting a cult? And then, so after he got pressure from like the media, they were exposing like beating beatings and like, um, like tax evasion and like, um, like abuse basically. And so he moved all of his followers to an Island to a country right near Venezuela. I forget what country. Oh, G U. Y-A-N-A, but I don't know how to pronounce that. Iana? Iana? Is that a country? I don't know. Anyway. Um, I can't say that also. Okay. Right, yeah. It was 150 miles northwest of um, Georgetown. I don't know. So basically, he called it Jonestown. And then as, like, people start, as pressure started to come in from, like, Congress and media outlets around them, he convinced these people that, like, oh, like, they're coming for us. Like, we need to commit mass suicide. And I don't know what the ideology was that he, like, convinced them to do this. But basically, he created this drink mixed with cyanide and convinced 900 people to drink it. And he was like, give it to your children first. And so they all just dropped dead. And, like, until 9-11, it was the biggest, like, mass death of Americans in one place. Because they all just like drank this Kool Aid and then all drunk. Cults are crazy. There's <laughs> actually a documentary about this. I actually did know this. Really? Um, I just like know a lot of weird history. I feel like, but um, I like that's crazy. Like what I was, <laughs> someone said um, the other day, like drink the Kool Aid, and then my friend was like, "Do you know like where that comes from?" And she told us at dinner. We were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> then I got obsessed with. I started like researching it and like looking up this guy and stuff. That's so yeah. funny. It's crazy. I wonder yes. what will happen with Scientology. I feel like it's not at its peak yet. I know. We need an, an event to happen. Well, it's one of those things where I feel like it has to be like a data leak or yeah. something like that. Like Tom Cruise comes out. Yeah. Wasn't there like another like cult, like a major cult thing that happened in like Arizona or Utah? Like the Mansons? I don't well, know. Mormons? No, just kidding. <laughs> all right um i actually have another like a lot of mine are really short but yeah no mine are like yeah (laughs) i'm gonna joke about this before like i thought you meant like government conspiracies so that's what i was looking up and then you were like yeah i'm just it was like the origin of the word avocado and i was like okay i need to change my (laughs) I mean, it's fine. I mean, history is just, like, funny in general. Um, So, this thing that I found... So, I was looking up, like, fads and, like, trends that happened 
in like the 1900s because I feel like it's like funny to think about like our grandparents or like anyone who's like alive during this time like it isn't that long ago so I just thought it was funny so in the 1950s the late 1950s there was a trend called like phone booth stuffing which is when people would try to like like stack as many people as they can in a phone booth (laughs) it's like my friend in the elevators in Amherst it's dead ass it like they it was like a thing to try to like beat the record and like um like they would like try to find the best ways to like maneuver and like have people in it like it was just i can even I, you should even look I'm up a looking picture. up photos right now this reminds yeah. me of when you saw those videos of like the japanese subways and there would just be people like pushing yes. everyone to get in that is my personal hell holy shit but isn't this crazy that like this would have been like a tiktok trend this is like each other like this is the equivalent to like when there was like the tide pod trend like this is like like it's just like a random trend that happened and i'm i like literally want to ask like everyone ask your grandparents if you're going home for easter (laughs) imagine walking by that you're just on your way to school or some shit i think it was like a college kid thing yeah probably Yeah, it says that in the spring of 1959, the phone booth stuffing craze took off in California and slowly spread eastward during the summer of the same year. At UCLA... California. Anyway. Well, no, it started, I think, in the UK first, but then it went. So UCLA... At UCLA, 17 men squeezed into a seven-foot-high phone booth. Shortly after, 18 men (laughs) crammed into a phone booth at St. Mary's. University of Mor- Moraga in California, and MIT students managed to stuff 19 students in a phone booth. So it was like a competition. 19 was a lot of people. The most they got was like 25 people. We should bring this back. I Like, should we? <laughs> <laughs> after seeing all the like shit that went down at UConn after they won, I'm like... Oh my god. I any like public, like... But why are you burning shit? Disturbance. I feel like, oh, no. Um, and then, so I thought it was funny that, it, like, I'm just going to lead into the next thing because they were kind of, like, similar. So it started a car stuffing fad. And this was basically, it was, like, af- it was after the, tele- like, the phone booth thing um, where they would, like, stuff themselves in, a- in Volkswagens. Oh my god, yeah. And they would go, like, under the hood of the car, like, in the car. They would try to stuff as many people as they can. My question is for what, though? I don't, like, yeah, that's what's so weird. It said in the mid-1960s, a record of 18 people stuffed themselves into a Volkswagen bug. Why? That's so weird. Why are you doing this? In the Guinness Book like Guinness Book of World Records began like recording records for each like model of the cars and like made rules. They were like the windows and doors have to be shut for the record to count, like stuff like that. You like cut off your hand. You're like, it doesn't fit. (laughs) God, that is crazy. Yeah, I'm just like looking at the photos right now. I've never seen this or heard of it, which is crazy that it didn't even happen that long ago. Yeah, history has become so much more recent in my brain recently yeah and like yeah but honestly it just ties back to what we talked about earlier everyone has always been stupid yeah like how do we know that see how many people could fit in like a fucking 
I don't know. Catherine. I want to know, like, what our grandfather was, like, doing with his, like, friends. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's so interesting to me. The more we know about, like, what our dads did, but, like, about our grandfather would be funny. Yeah. Do you have so, anything else? Yeah, I just had a quick one. Um, I remember hearing about this when I was younger, but this woman in, oh, I think it was, like, 26, I don't know. I X'd out of the tab, but... Basically for like a 107.9, which I think was Kiss 108, at least in Boston, she, they had this thing called hold your wee for a wee. And it was like, if you hold your pee and drink a certain amount of water, we'll give you a wee. So she um, like drank a ton. Here, let me look it up. Um, Woman die. (laughs) (laughs) Am I spoiling it? A ton. Um, All right. Jennifer Strange, a 28 year old um california mother of three died of acute water intoxication on january 7th 2007 after the challenge to see which contestant could drink the most amount of water without using the restroom nintendo wii video game was the prize hold your wii for a wii contest and then the family i guess got 16.5 million in compensation well yeah because that was the stupid thing ever that is a stupid contest i agree but if you're stupid enough to do it no but like that's like public like like that's like like you said earlier like spreading misinformation they just didn't do enough research but like what if you just say like all right first to jump off a bridge gets cookie even that you can't do imagine imagine running an ad on like a tv or something and being like (laughs) um stab someone with a knife and we'll give you like five dollars yeah or just even being like like there was no like this might be unsafe like if there was like, nobody thought about, like, how water can actually kill you if you drink, yeah. like, that much. <laughs> That's so crazy. I think I knew, I I knew that, like, you, if you drank too much water, you would die, but I didn't know about that. Yeah. That's, that's so funny. Like, for a wee. <laughs> Apparently, I was reading the article earlier, and it was, like, she was in the car, and her head started hurting, and then, like, no one heard, and she started crying, and then no one heard from her. And, like, she died. <laughs> that's sad. So- that's like- very sorry to her and her family. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's crazy. Well, that just goes to show you, don't do every trend in the book that comes on <laughs> TikTok and comes on, like, I know the government is being so weird right now, trying to cancel TikTok. Have you been seeing that? I have, but also, eh, like, everyone's like, it's our government, but I'm kind of like, dude, like, my friend was telling me the other day her sister works for the government and they're not allowed to download TikTok on their phone because they have a government phone. Like, it, our information is getting taken regardless, but now it's a matter of, oh, it's going to China. I think that's why they're all pissed. Yeah, I I disagree, actually. I think they don't want because I think they want I think the government has a lot of like ties to Meta, which is like Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. And I think TikTok is taking, like, a lot of stocks and stuff, I think, are in Meta, and a lot of, like, money is in Meta. And I think that TikTok, like, they can't control TikTok, and, like, especially information. Like, the government wants to, like, control the information that we all get. Like, it's, like, dangerous that the fact that we can all communicate with each other about things that we normally would never, like, hear about. Might be both. Honestly, and we, can or- we can organize. Like, I feel like I'm that's, more... like, the number one thing that, like, the government, 
doesn't like because they want to like divide Republicans and Democrats. Like, but when like when people are like communicating over TikTok, we're all realizing similar things and realizing that we're not that different type of thing. Yeah, I can see. I think it that that's probably definitely valid that the it, that if China controls this like ent- entity and the U.S. can't like tap into it, it's just one level, one more level of thing that like they don't have tabs on and stuff. Yeah. But I think it's it's a mix of both. Like, I think it's, like, like privacy, whatever, and the fact that they don't like that we can all communicate so fast and they can't control it. It's got to have to do with money and or, like, information in that way and somehow because, like, there's no way that they care about the average citizen, whatever. I'm equally scared, if not more, of the Chinese government as the U.S. government, but also, like... I just, by going online, just assume that all of my information is always being taken. Oh, yeah. Weird, because I've started to, like, think about if it started to get annoying. I was thinking about the other day. I was like, I want it. I hate journaling um, by, like, handwriting. And I was like, oh, I'll just, it'll make me do it if I can type it because it's quicker. And then I'm like, I can't even trust my notes app to have you know what I mean you can't trust anything and then I was like what do I get a fucking typewriter like how do I type anything the thing is is I feel like our generation just doesn't care we know that information is out there like yeah I know that all my information is being yeah used whatever like and I actually saw a tiktok about this which is funny like speaking about tiktok um that was talking about how like the older generation doesn't get that like we came into a world like where we were already like knowing that like all like it was very like doom and gloom like like we just came into the world days after 9-11 yeah and yeah like that and um like the environment like nothing's gonna last like whatever so I feel like our our generation just doesn't give a fuck like we're just like okay like take our information like we're just gonna live in the moment yeah it's almost like they none of our resistance has actually worked so we kind of just i i think that our this is getting to a whole other thing but i think our generation doesn't see the power in the people as much as the ones before because like we're now so used to being like removed from like the actual government and stuff like that we're just like oh these things like that's why i say i'm like oh yeah i'm scared of the chinese government i'm scared of the u.s government like almost equally because I think I have like almost equal amount of say in the U.S. and Chinese the government, <laughs> like with how little power. Yeah. But which is why let us have our TikTok so we can just run around. Please just laugh. Exactly. Honestly, I just feel bad for the influencers. That's my whole thing. This I whole know. time, I'm like, sorry, sorry, Alex. Or like, she makes. It. I mean, she's rich as fuck. I mean, but like, they're making it because of instagram and stuff like i feel like some translate over but like do you know octopus lover yeah dude save octopus lover (laughs) yeah guys (laughs) thank you for listening to the episode follow sincerely uninterested on instagram and spotify and also if you have any recommendations this kind of series season is me and emma playing around with talking about things because yeah we're broad and it's also fun. if you have any historical like funny interesting yeah. facts that or like you know how everyone has like their weird party trick fact yeah so if, like let us know like send it in or like dm us yeah dm us we'll put maybe we'll do a like 
uh questionnaire thing um yeah. on instagram but yeah dm us with that let us know what you want to hear about and have a good spring i'm gonna go do a bar hop around Paris. oh my god so fun <laughs> everybody go outside next week is gonna be like 80 degrees in massachusetts so yeah um that's amazing all right well Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>